Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We've got the second half of the baseball season and fantasy baseball season a little bit over 24 hours away. Someone who's been through it many times, including the All-Star break, is former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler. He's going to join us on the show in a few minutes and tell everyone three players in baseball who he thinks who have underperformed who could have big bounce backs in the second half of the season. Fantasy sports today here on this Wednesday starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy sports today. Well hit down the left field line. It'd be nothing better for me to come on the show today and crap all over Cleveland, say Miami was the better venue for the All-Star game. That was not the case. Cleveland seems to have come through. Their sports fans are very passionate. They care about their players. There's only one problem with Cleveland, as we know, it's outside of that championship that LeBron James, he was with the Cavs, brought to them. The city of Cleveland don't win all that much. Gray Albright at Brasball.com. Basically, like a 32 homer, 10 steal, 250 hitter. Like, uh, okay. I mean, that's fine. It's not terrible. That is no longer a top 15 bat at all, especially with the way everyone's hitting. All right, welcome back. This is hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here as we take you up until 2 o'clock Eastern. If you missed the first hour of the show, we had Gray Albright on. He played a little three up, three down with us. And also shared his thoughts on the second half of the fantasy baseball season. That's from a fantasy perspective. But today, in the second hour of our show, we got fantasy. And we also got reality as we bring in my co-host for the second hour of this show, former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler, who has joined me throughout the uh, new show's process. And Brad, great to be with you here again on the show on this Wednesday. Thanks for taking the time out to do it. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, excited to to get the second half of the season rolling. I, I think you know after honestly the the home run derby was amazing. The All Star game was okay, and then at that point it's like you know what, let's just get on get on to the second half and and especially leading toward the trade deadline when there's a lot of excitement. I think that people will ask this question and of a player or a former player, and I think it varies for different people. And certainly, there's different walks of life. Guys go outside of the country. You know, some some players I've learned they they'll respond to text. Some players just completely shut it down. When you played in the big leagues for more than a decade, did you did you watch the home run derby? Did you watch the All Star game? Was that something you were into, or were you just so consumed with baseball for the other twenty four hours a day for six months that you didn't pay any attention to it? No, I I always watched the home run derby, and I would say I sometimes watched the All Star game, and like even last night, I didn't, I I had it on, and I really didn't pay that much attention to the game. But the home run derby, I watched it, and I then this morning I rewatched it with my son, who, who's five years old, and and just thinks it's fascinating how far they can hit the ball. And I guess maybe that's you know part of growing up in a pitcher's home. You're like, wow, these guys can hit, <laughs> right? So. 
so he you know we're, he's he's telling me like as soon as i'm off the radio he's like daddy i want you to take me outside and, and i want to bat and it, it's exciting to him and and you know so the, there's just so much uh, adrenaline rush and and this year gosh the 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 buildup of suspense with the home run derby with especially between jock and vlad jr were just that was just unbelievable and um, it was a lot of fun, and and I, I love the hype around it. And the All Star Game to me is just kind of like you just kind of hope everybody gets through it, and and it's a nice exhibition, but you just don't want them to get hurt. Yeah, I, I've asked you this before before the Home Run Derby. I think maybe we could you know touch on this real quick after, and then I have so much I want to get to in fantasy. But I, I asked you the question before about the Home Run Derby and whether it's a fallacy or or if it's reality. If some players can be affected by that. It's really hard to tell with this one, though, Brad, because you have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in the history of the Home Run Derby. Has there been anyone with less track record involved in the game? And and look, Pete Alonso's a rookie, too, and I get it, and he's already got a ton of home runs, and he won the thing. But, but like, a guy like Vlad Jr., for people on their fantasy teams, and you wonder, is he going to hit a lot more home runs in the second half? Could this affect him? I don't even know that there's data or anything to support that. When you played, did, did players say that it affected them? And what would you make of, a, in particular, a guy like Vlad? Because I think that most fantasy owners, they have not gotten the production from him over the first three months of the season that they thought they were going to get. Yeah, I, I definitely think there would be some pause for concern, uh, for especially for him and, and Jock, in that how many swings they took in such a short amount of time. Like they were, You could just tell they were exhausted. And that's not something you can just go to sleep and wake up the next morning and feel fine. Like that, That's going to affect you a little bit down the road. And, and you're talking you know, with Vlad Jr., a guy who, who has, like you said, has, has probably underperformed to this point compared to what the expectations were. But I, I don't think that's that, that big of a stretch considering the guy's a rookie. He's, you know, what, 20 years old? Like there, there is room for growth there. So um, I... I, I I, in a season-long league, I I typically avoid rookie hitters altogether, um, especially at the the price they were going at before the season when you didn't even know if they were going to make the roster or not. Um, I I w- you know would have avoided them to begin with. Um, at the same time, in, in a dynasty league, I'm not concerned long term. Um, I, I just more I want to make sure that that I have you know that that I'm putting myself in a position to win this year as as much as I can. And if I'm doing that, I'm I'm shying away from the rookies and and some of these guys that were in the Derby, that especially the guys that advanced. Um, you you will see it. You will, someone typically someone from this from the Derby will go on the the injured list in the second half, and it's going to be from some kind of like a you know, an oblique or, you know, uh, uh, some kind of a muscle fatigue type injury as opposed to, you know, an ACL or, or something along those lines. It, it's, it, it almost always happens. And, you know, what? Uh, uh, unfortunately, I saw it happen with, with one of my teammates, Justin Bohr. Uh, you know, he had a monster home run derby, even though he only hit him one round. It was, he, you know, he pushed Aaron Judge right to the limit in a, in a year that Judge wanted. And and then in the second half, he was dealing with an oblique deal, yeah, the whole, you know, a lot of the second half. And he just wasn't the same guy. So, um, you know, you, you, you hope that doesn't happen and you don't want it to happen. But at the same time, with the volume of swings those guys were taking, I mean, 91 home runs, not even counting all the ones that, that he didn't hit homers on, like that's, it's going to affect him. Yeah, well, that's the voice of Brad Ziegler, who told you before the season started, his only concern for any player in the first round of fantasy was Jose Ramirez. And boy, did that play out exactly the way that he said. But here's the question. Can Ziegler do it again when he gives you three players coming up next that he thinks have a big chance to bounce back? These are three players in a fantasy league that you got to target right now. 
Brad Ziegler with Craig Mish here on Fantasy Sports Today. We'll tell you who they are next. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you, along with former big leaguer Brad Ziegler, who you can follow on Twitter, at Brad Ziegler. We're talking fantasy. We're talking reality and everything else. What, what was it like, by the way, uh, Brad, this being your first uh, non-playing year sitting back watching the, the Home Run Derby and, and the All-Star? Any different than years past or no? 
Honestly, not. Uh, you know, I especially since we've had kids, it was just kind of like hang out with the family, chill as much as you, you can. That's, I mean, it's, it's honestly no different than what I did the last two or three years. Um, you know, but but before that, even before kids, you know, there was a year in Arizona. My wife and I went up to Sedona. We just we just took three or four days away and and you know just got some time for ourselves. But we still turned the home run derby on at, that night and. Um, you know, it, it, it but, but it, you know, I didn't pick up a, I, I don't think in my career I ever picked up a baseball during the all-star break and, and the, you know, the, the workout when you first came back was the first time I touched the ball again. And, and it, you could feel it a little bit that, that first, you know, time on the mound or so, but after that, it, it just kind of got right back in and you, you did feel a lot fresher after getting, you know, getting that time off. And, and that's one thing, you know, having never, having never been an all-star, um, I, I don't know if it's more difficult for those guys because they don't really get that time off. They got to keep working out. They're still hitting, hitting every day or throwing every day, and and I, I think it might be harder for them to to kind of get that recharge uh, a moment in the second half. Yeah, and, and that's always interesting to see because especially for players who are going to their first All Star and not really knowing what to expect, and and I always kind of circle those guys for the second half of the season and see what they do, but. In terms of the second half, and, and it's going to start tomorrow night, there's one game, but really Friday night is, is really when it kicks off again, and I'll be at the uh, Marlins-Mets game, so I'll have a chance to see those two teams play, and I know, Brad, you'll be watching all the games as well, but for a lot of us, it's the time of the year, we're getting close to the trade deadline, we're getting close to fantasy football season as well. If you're in a league, and you're, you're competitive, and you're playing to the end, and let's say you're, in, you're not in first, but you're in third, or fourth, or fifth, or even sixth, the time to make a move is really in the next few weeks because once August and September comes, just by default, you're going to have players that aren't playing as hard. We know that if you're not playing in a keeper league, that kind of happens. And so you got to try and at least identify some of the players that are on other teams that maybe are good buy low candidates. And when Greg Albright and I were just talking, it's like you got to understand that sell high and buy low has to be agreed upon by everyone. Like, a good example of that, uh, Brad, is John Means on the Baltimore Orioles, who his ERA is under three, sure. and he made the all-star team. And, and, and don't get me wrong, he's having a great year, and congratulations to him. But there's no one in your fantasy league that is going to say, oh, wow, he's trading John Means. Let me go ahead and, and trade for him, because they understand that John Means is not a player, sell high or buy low. He's a guy that you got late in the draft, or you picked up off the waiver wire, and you ended up getting gold, and you're better off riding it because no one's going to take him back in return and expect that first half of the season. So that being said, you faced all of the players that we're going to talk about here in this segment. In fact, you were teammates with one of them too. Let me ask you, Give me. let's start off with uh, some buy-low players in fantasy that you could attack in the second half of the season. Let's start off with your first one. Okay, so my, my first one is Jose Altuve. Uh, I know... Um, you know, he had the hamstring injury in the first half. And, and so it seems like the, the stolen bases are basically completely shut down right now. And so I, I'm not counting on that, but I'm looking more at, at the batting average, uh, you know, the on-base percentage. This is a guy who the last five years has, has hit between 313 and 346 batting average wise on base, you know, for those five years, 377 or higher, just, it, just an insane average on-base guy He's a great hitter. I think he was fighting this injury quite a bit in the first half and trying to play through it. And I think he finally got to a point where he's like, look, I can't do this anymore. But when he came back after after the injury, he hit 292 in the 11 games he played in June. He hit 318 in the in the five games in July. I mean, he's, he's you know basically a 300 hitter after he came back. And and if you have a chance to, to capitalize on the fact that, you know, on the year, this guy is hitting 262, 
with a 328 on base. He's not stealing bases anymore. I, if you have a chance to capitalize on that, I say go for it because I think this guy down the second half, he has proven he's been able, you know, he, he's one of the best hitters in all of baseball year after year. And and this year it's not it's not going to be this, uh, oh, he's, he's you know, he's finally, they finally figured him out. The dude's 29 years old. He's going to hit. I, as long as he stays healthy in the second half, I think he's a really good, good opportunity to, uh, go after a guy whose numbers right now have underperformed what people expected when they when they picked him. All right, historically speaking for Altuve, and again, every year is different, every player is different, and every injury is different, but speaking to what Brad is talking about, historically Altuve's batting average and on-base percentage are the highest in July, uh, and they're also high in June, but the highest in July basically of any month over the course of his career. So with a few weeks left in July, maybe this is the time that Jose Altuve decides to pop off career-wise. Altuve, in the month of July, 331 batting average, 375 on base percentage. And as Brad said, the steals are going to be kind of hard to come by regardless because we know that he's uh, suffering through lower leg injuries. Okay, so that's the first one, Jose Altuve, the Houston Astros. Now uh, give me your second uh, buy-low candidate. It's a player that struggled in the first half that you think can bounce back in the second half. Yeah, I, my next one is Joey Votto, and I know in some in some capacities he didn't struggle, but when you got a guy that's a career three hundred nine hitter hitting two sixty eight, um, he, he's not he's only got eight homers. Um, you know that not a lot of power compared to you know what you expect over the course uh over the course of the season, and it's also his on base is only three sixty, and this is a guy with a career four twenty four on base. Like you don't just lose the strike zone when you've done it as long as he has, but I. But the key for me is he started to find it in June again. It's it, he hit 299. He had a 390 on base in June. Had four homers. Um, I, I I think he was starting to kind of pick it back up. And and the Reds are are kind of shocking everybody. Even though you could say yeah they're in last place, they're only four and a half out. Like that division is is really cramped up. And it's amazing that they're doing this basically without you know Joey Votto at his best. And I think he shows up in the second half. I think he he ends up leading this team. To, to at a minimum hang around in the playoff race, uh, you know, c- come down the end of the season because I, I think the NL Central is going to be fun to watch. And I think Votto is going to kind of help put the Reds on, on his back and, and take some pressure off these other guys that have been performing pretty well. All right, Votto's second half, uh, first half of Joey Votto career, 299 batting average, 411 on base. Second half, Joey Votto's career, 323 average. 443 on base, so definitely another second-half player. And ironically, September seems to be Joey Votto's best month. Um, but I would say this, Brad, about Joey Votto. I think there's a chance he's done, man. Like I, I don't know that I can look at the past 10, 15 years and use this year. What what makes you think that maybe his career is... is uh, look, I mean, we know it's probably on the downside at this point, but what makes you think that he's still got sure. something left? I mean... It- just just watch him, especially in the month of June, when you watch the at-bats that he's taken, he looked, I don't know exactly what changed, but he looked different. I, and I'm not a hitting mechanics guru, but he looked different at the play tonight. I don't know if he made some tweaks in his, you know, in his stance, in his approach, whatever. Uh, but but all of a sudden, he looked like he was hitting with confidence. And that, to me, is is so much of it. When you got a guy who who knows he's capable of it, and all of a sudden, he gets going a little bit. It, he he may just get, you know continue doing that for a long long time and um yeah he's I, I'm not saying I understand he's you know he's almost 36 years old um you know but 
I think there's going to be this rejuvenation down the stretch, especially if they are in contention uh, for a playoff spot, because that he's, you know, that's a guy who's looking for an opportunity to to do something in the playoffs before his career's over. And, and he may have a shot this year. All right. What we're going to do is we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we have one more player who uh, Zig wants to get to here, former player, uh, teammate of his, in fact. So we'll get to that as well. And also, we're going to talk a little fantasy football here on the show, and I want to know from Brad if there's any hope for other players in fantasy, such as Travis Shaw, Ian Happ, Aaron Sanchez. I've got a few players that I want to run by him as well. Don't forget, you can always listen to the show 24 hours a day, seven days a week on demand just by downloading the FNTSY app, also available after the show at audioboom.com. And please... As a favor to me, if you're listening to the show, make sure you like, subscribe, and rate this show wherever you hear podcasts, because that tells us what you like or what you don't like about the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. You can follow Brad Ziegler on Twitter at Brad Ziegler. Coming up next, we get into some fantasy football discussion and also a couple of more players to target, or maybe not, in the second half of the season. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Once one and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I could couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. 
Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations? Records from a legal situation or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money-upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. If you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and NFL draft content every day of the year. To give you an edge, regardless of what type of fantasy football you play, you can save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY, the NFL 365 fantasy football package, only at rotoexperts.com. We're back here on Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Brad Ziegler. Before we touch on some fantasy football and even some NBA as well, I want to ask Brad about that since we haven't talked to him since last week. Give me the final player that you want to buy low on, Brad, here in the uh, in the second half of the fantasy season. It's Paul Goldschmidt. Um, and, and, you know, granted... Uh, that, that's easy to say, like, oh, you played with him. You, you've seen how good he can be. Yes, but I, I will say this. I've watched Goldie closely here recently because there there were, you know, obviously a lot of concerns with, with his production this far. And what I saw in the last few games of the season was all of a sudden a different hitter. And I'm not sure, again, I, I'm not a hitting mechanics guy. I don't know what changed. But he looked really, really good in the last two series of the of the first half. And I think... That, that combined with, you know, three or four days of just kind of chill time with his family, um, just just being able to kind of relax. And, and I, I think he felt a lot of pressure when he got traded, uh, you know, going over and, and signing the big contract that he did. And now I, I think some of that's off now. And now, you know, again, we talked about this with Votto. There's going to be a dogfight in the NL Central in the second half. And and this is a guy who who can absolutely be the one of the hottest hitters in baseball over, over stretches. Um, and I, I think that happens in the second half. Yeah, and it's interesting because Goldschmidt in April got off to such a good start, and everyone was looking at it and saying Goldschmidt was the best ad of any team in the entire offseason. And to think that we got to the All-Star break with him having RBIs in the 30s, and I understand guys still have to get a, get on ahead of him, and Carpenter's been injured, and now Ozuna's injured too, but uh, that's interesting. So uh, if you go back and listen on demand, you can hear... Brad's first two players that he gave you, and we'll send those out on social media as well. Jose Altuve, Joey Votto, Paul Goldschmidt. Those are the three buy-low candidates for Brad Ziegler in fantasy baseball in the second half of the season. Uh, let me just throw a couple names at you for some people that may have drafted them 
And if there's one name that piques your interest on here, then you'll let us know. There's a lot of busts in fantasy. We could do this for five hours. Uh, but let me give you three players, two who started the season in the big leagues who were in the minors who were drafted in the first 15 rounds of every league, and then one player that I'm just staggered as to how poor he's pitched because he got off to such a good start and then the blister again derailed him. But uh, Brad, Travis Shaw coming off back-to-back 30 home run scenes with Milwaukee has been supplanted by Keston Hira. I don't even see a spot for him anymore. I'm shocked at what's gone on with him. Ian Happ, with as bad as the Cubs, Brad, has played over the last month. They refused to call him up. He's still toiling in the minor leagues. I don't know why. On the 31st, they should try and trade Ian Happ. If so, I want him on my fantasy team. I think this kid still has some potential. And what in the world has gone on with Aaron Sanchez? He started off the season so well in April and May. He got that blister, and since then, he's been the very worst pitcher in baseball. Is there any hope for any of these guys? Uh, I, I'll be honest for, for 2019. I don't see it. Um, the, you know, you talked about Ian Happ. You think he's got a, a, a bright future ahead of him. The thing that concerns me right now is he's not even hitting in the PCL. He's hitting 234 in the PCL, which is, you know, without question, the easiest league to hit in, in, in all levels of professional baseball. And if that's the case, then, then it, it makes me think that there's more to this, um, than, than just a, you know, a little struggle here and there. Um, I, I, he, he's basically putting up the same numbers he did in Chicago last year, but doing it in AAA, and, and that concerns me. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. On, you know, I know you talked about the blister with Aaron Sanchez. Um, w- one way or another, I, I, I've, I watched his last two outings uh, pretty closely, and I'm not seeing it at all there. I don't see. Um, he just looks like a shell of the guy he was a couple years ago. Um, and, and it's, you know, I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot there in the second half, and, and I don't think he's going to get a lot of help in Toronto either. Uh, Shaw's the one guy that it's intriguing to me for a little bit because at, at a minimum, you know, he's going to get called back up in September. And if that happens and, and let's say this has, has kind of rejuvenated him a bit, they will find spots to put him in the lineup. If he starts hitting a little bit, um, he's not hitting great in, in AAA at the moment. Um, but, but he's, you know, he hadn't been down there too long. So that's, you know, that is probably a, a huge shock to his whole, his whole system to be down there in the first place. Um, I think there's, there's a chance here. I mean, this is a guy that the last two years has hit 30 plus homers. Um, I, I think there is a chance that, that he finds a swing in and comes back in and is able to produce down the stretch. After eight starts, by the way, Aaron Sanchez was three and three with an ERA of 3.21. That's not two starts. That's eight starts April into May, and since then, he basically hasn't been able to get anybody out. Uh, it is nuts. Okay, so let, let's move on and do a little football and some NBA before we get out of here. I've noticed on social media, you've, uh, you've jumped in, as, as a lot of people have, on some of the reporting from the TV station in, uh, in Kansas City as to not, I guess, not releasing the entire audio uh, of Tyreek Hill. And I, and I know that, Brad, you live in Kansas City, and you're a Chiefs fan, so let's you know put that out there also in advance so people understand that. Sure. And and look, but you are super sensitive as it pertains to domestic violence, and you, I know you're not making light of any of this stuff. But And, and, I, and I would agree with you, and, I, and I, from your comments on social media, they did a bad job there. But even still... Like, you make of this entire situation, and I know that we'll compound this and get to fantasy on it in a moment, but inevitably, how do you handle a situation like this where you it's a he said, she said situation, The all, all the audio wasn't released, he's already been proven guilty before innocent, he says that he's, I, I just, I really don't know what to make of it moving forward. So the reality of situation of, of Hill, what do you think, Brad, and then and then the fantasy one? Sure, sure. So, so from... 
from the reporting side of things, I'll start with that. Um, the, the biggest thing I have a problem with is, so, so you see bias reporting all the time on a national level, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, like it, almost everything that they put out there has some kind of a slant to it. You don't typically see that on the local level. And that that was my biggest issue here, that the lady who had the recording um, had, had it in her possession over two weeks and decided to release the portions that she did on the, the night of the first round of the NFL draft. And it basically, I, I feel like it put the Chiefs in kind of this panic mode of like, we have to go and, and draft a receiver now because we don't know if we're going to have Tyreek Hill. So they go and draft, you know, trade up to draft Nicole Hardman in the second round. And I, I felt like the timing of it was very, it was very suspicious whenever you find out that they had the recording longer. Then on top of that, you know, she she says, uh, am I releasing the full audio? No, we released only the newsworthy portions. And for her to determine what's newsworthy and what's not, and then to have left out the stuff that she left out was a major, major, major bias, in, in my opinion. And that, to me, is there's just no place for it on the local level. You're just trying to put news out there, let people make a decision for themselves. But but this is not a, a commentary show. This is the, the 5 o'clock news that this came out on. And I, I just felt like it was it was awful reporting. That that's uh, aside. Whether uh, there are a lot of questions about stuff that happened. Um, there are, you know, you, you even hear him talk in this recording about how the incident that happened in college that got him kicked off the football team. He pled guilty to it, essentially knowing that or, or feeling like this is my best chance to avoid jail time. Is the the way it's it's been described. Whether or not there was actual, he he's denying that whole time. Uh, in, in this recording that anything even happened then and that he even uh, accused her of going up and almost kind of fake crying on the stand whenever whenever she took the stand and and she didn't deny it and the fact that she didn't deny it to me is a, is kind of a big big red flag that it makes you wonder like wow I wonder it, you know if there is some truth at least to the possibility that maybe he didn't do anything at that time um, that being said I, I don't condone domestic violence in any way and if he did something I definitely feel like he should be punished but I also feel like there are enough questions about this and and her motivations uh to to begin with like why are you recording this conversation to start with and and then you release it thinking uh, you know this is a, a a good thing for it to get out publicly i don't know like it it, it i'm not saying that that uh you know i am 100 behind tyree kill or anything like that i am a chiefs fan Yes, they are better when he's on the field, but I also think they can be good without him too. Um, and, and so it's not even from that standpoint. I, I just there are just so many questions that I feel like um, you know, and I, I think he will be suspended by the NFL, but I don't think it'll be you know a, a half season or or a full season because I, I think there there are at least. Um, explanations for the questions that have come up publicly. All right, uh, we're, we're a little bit short on time here, so what kind of I know it, it's really small in the grand scheme of the world when it when it pertains to domestic violence, sure. and we still are going to have, I would say, for most people, if, you, if you're doing a best ball draft, you have to make that decision now. I think 80% of the country is doing their fantasy football league in a month from now or, or beyond. So what would you say sure. in, in terms of where he'd be drafted? Normally, if he's playing 16 games, Tyreek Hill is what? A late first, second round pick? What is he now based on that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think most of the time I've seen him go in the fourth round, and, and I think that's, you know, if he does say he misses four, maybe six games, um, I think that's actually pretty good value there because he could be the best wide receiver in, in football the last 10 if he misses six. So um, I, I think there um, there's definitely some value there, and especially in a best ball league where big games matter. I mean, he, he can have some of the biggest games in, in the league right now. So uh, I think that's a pretty good fit. 
Well, Brad, always great catching up with you. Thank you so much for doing the show. We'll be back on our normal hour next Thursday as uh, I'll be back in South Florida. Thank you again for making the time for me today here on the show. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch up again and talk some baseball and some football again next week. Thanks again. All right, sounds good. Thank you. All right, Brad Ziegler joining us here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with a lot more as we get closer to the 2 o'clock hour right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. and Enter promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligible restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you. Thanks again to Brad Ziegler for coming on the show. Some really interesting comments there on uh, on Tyreek Hill. 
said this before and I'll say it again. You know, not everyone agrees with me here. And, and look, there are a lot of smart people in our community, in our fantasy industry. And I don't ever claim to be the best. I just claim to be able to express myself in a way probably that is among the best because I have a, a background in media and I wasn't a writer. I was always a broadcaster, but I will say it to you this way and I'll, I will never back off of this. In all fantasy drafts, I am the kind of person that would like to accumulate as much current information as I can about a team or a player or a coaching staff before I have to make my decision and make a financial decision in a fantasy league. That's just me. There are a lot of smart people who say, look, the best way to do fantasy drafts is to do them three or four months out in advance because you can identify players before the groupthink jumps in and pushes their average draft position to where everybody recognizes that. And I think that maybe for leagues that you're doing in the industry or among other experts, that maybe makes some sense. But I've always tried to wait as long as I possibly can for the simple fact in both fantasy sports that I predominantly play, baseball and football, the last thing that I want to ever do is take a guy that gets hurt in the preseason in the NFL or take a guy that gets hurt in spring training. Eliminate as much luck as possible. I understand that once season starts, players are going to get hurt. What is the key difference? You can avoid that in your draft because you know if you draft the night before the season starts, you can avoid that injured player. He's already hurt. No, I don't want to take him. If I'm drafting a month out, the guy gets hurt in the preseason, your season is over before it began, especially in fantasy football. In baseball, you can adjust to it a little bit more. So for me, I've always tried to wait as long as I can. Now, last year and the year before were the first two years that I did best ball fantasy football drafts, last year and the year before. Ironically, the, all the best ball drafts, this is true, all the best ball drafts that I did last year were uh, with Brad Ziegler. <laughs> like, he was the one who was running the fantasy drafts. And without naming names, because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but without naming names, I was helping guys in baseball participate in Brad Ziegler's drafts because I wasn't in them, uh, in some of them, and I was helping them out. In fantasy football, give me the draft Labor Day, man. Three days before the season starts. I don't need the groupthink. I don't want an injury. I don't want to take a guy. Like Jarek McKinnon is a good example, I think, last year, right? Was that, the, was that the only big name in fantasy football last year that got hurt? But he was one of them that got hurt in the preseason. So what if you took him in the second round? You could have avoided that just by, picking the, just by drafting the day before. In baseball, we see it as well. Guys have Tommy John surgeries. They get hurt. But I'm, I'm just kind of all about that. And look, that's just me. Everybody has their own way of doing things. Everybody has a certain way of how they live. People are creatures of habit. I'm always up for new ideas and new thinking, but that's just one that's really not adjustable for me. I want, I want to get together with my friends as close to the, as close to the season as possible. And I want to avoid uh, injuries in fantasy sports. So that's, uh, that's what I want to do.
Okay, well, Chris, we missed our, uh, our, our big calling today. It's my, my fault on this one. We were so busy with the show today that we didn't have a chance to do our, uh, our You Make the Call segment. I'm very disappointed in that, but it is my fault. And uh, let's go ahead and do it now so we can at least do it in the exit velocity segment. Here it is. You make the call. You make the call. Now, the good news is that with this show on demand, you you probably can can guess that some of these topics we already covered here on the show. But I'm going to give you three choices, and I'm going to tell you when you can listen to them on demand on this show. How about that? If you're listening live, that's a nice little twist. Uh, the three choices were Tyreek Hill, who Brad Ziegler talked about, so I'm not going to click that. Second one was Brad Ziegler's bounce backs, which we talked about. So I'm not going to click that. So I am going to give you, I'm going to do my own You Make the Call here today for the first time in the two months that we've been doing the show. And guess what? I'm going to end up winning. New York style pizza is the winner at 59%. Wow, 0% voted for Brad's bounce backs? That's weak, man. Co-host on the show. 41% wanted to hear about uh, Tyreek Hill. 59% went for the uh, the pizza. Okay, so that's what we'll do here on You Make the Call. Vote now, vote early, vote often. you got about 10 minutes <laughs> before we get out of here, and we'll do that. Uh, one thing I want to go back to that we talked about at the beginning of the show that I saw last night at the All-Star Game, that I, I think that this happened two years ago that made some people fall in love with, with different players in the game. And, and I want to uh, highlight that again, is the microphone on different players. How, how can we do that more often? How can we find a way in all sports to have our stars mic'd up? I understand that coaches can't, and there's a lot of strategy that goes into games. In fact, a lot more strategy that goes into the NFL and the NBA than does in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, you probably can get away with it. In fact, we've seen players interviewed during games off to the side in their dugout. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think in the middle of an inning you can do that, or even during an inning. But, for example, how could we get Saquon Barkley mic'd up while he's running for a 50-yard touchdown? Like, is, the, is there a way to do that? Is it possible to do that? Somehow, NFL Films through the years has microphones all over the place, but per the NFL rules, that can't be used until after the game. Okay, I get it. I understand it. I just think there has to be some sort of alternative outside of these highlight games, the All-Star game in baseball, the All-Star game in the NBA, and the Pro Bowl in the NFL, and the NHL hockey All-Star game, too, I should throw in there as well. That's how Francisco Lindor became so popular. He, look, don't get me wrong. He's a great player. He, he has done things on the field that no one would have expected him to do. But the fact that they've been able to mic him up now for three consecutive All-Star games goes without saying popularity of the players will rise. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. People complain about Mike Trout and, oh, he doesn't do enough endorsements and, and he's, he's, he's the face of baseball, but he doesn't do enough things. And then MLB the other day on their Twitter account posts a, uh, two-minute soliloquy on how Trout is who he is, and this is how I grew up, and this is how I'm going to be. And that's perfectly fine. He shouldn't have to do anything that he doesn't want. He just wants to play. I get that. 
But to grow popularity of sports and the game, it is part of the personalities of the people. There is a reason why in the NFL every year, think about this for a minute. In the past five years, close your eyes and dream of watching NFL games, okay? Now, now that I say that, take 10 seconds to think about outcomes of games in the NFL during the regular season that you can remember and go. The answer is, you can't come up with any of them. None. (laughs) Because the results are not as relevant as the drama in all sports. In the NBA, you could not tell me what Jimmy Butler did all of last year, but you could tell me where where he is right now. He's on the heat. In the NFL, what was the biggest story three years ago? It was Adrian Peterson. Is he going to get suspended? Is he not going to get suspended? Is he hitting his kid with the whip and all that? Suspended for the year. That was the story. Players kneeling. That was the story. The actual games, nobody cares. People are into the drama. And whatever moves the needle in terms of drama, that is where we're at. If they could take that and instead of having that, maybe highlight the players and what they're doing and maybe create some sort of way to learn more about these guys in all aspects of the game, I think that that would be the way to go. So beyond the All-Star game, I I just, I want to see that and I want to see it, uh, I want to see it mic'd up. Another story that I found that I wanted to get to here that has nothing to do with the fantasy, and yes, we're in that uh, you know kind of purgatory time where I can't wait for the games to start back up Friday. I don't know if you saw this story. I saw it today. Have you ever thought about something, and I'll, and I'll explain to you why I'm, I'm asking this. Have you ever thought about something that you've lost in your life? I'm not talking about somebody passing away. An item in your life that you've lost, that you've always thought about, and you've always wanted back I think for a lot of people growing up in (laughs) I think for a lot of people uh, growing up who were a little bit older than me it was always oh my mom threw away my baseball cards like you hear that a lot but there was a story that I read this morning which I thought was really interesting Uh, an 89 year old woman who uh, lost her wallet in the mid 1940s think about that just had it returned Okay, just had it returned. What happened was her wallet and like 12 other wallets were discovered in Illinois at a high school building in the wall of a girl's bathroom. For 50 years, somebody 50 years ago at this school in California, I guess there was, you know, some kid in the the 40s, you know, he's being a bad kid, went around, stole everybody's wallets. My guess is he took out the 3 or $2 that they had at the time because that was a lot of money in the 40s. And he took all the wallets and then he stuck them in the wall. And now what they've done is they've recovered all the wallets and they're trying to link them up to Facebook and social media and find where these people are. And they're tr- how cool is this? They're trying to return all the wallets to the people that had them and they have actually found uh, a few people who are still alive. And there's a picture of it, of all the, and you can imagine what these wallets look like, uh, you know, 50 years ago. But I, I think it's, a, or more than that, 60 years ago, a really cool story. And it made me think, was there ever anything that I lost that I've always wanted back? And the, the one thing that I always go back to was I was going to play basketball in college. Who even knows what I was doing during the day? I have no idea. But I was going to play basketball during college. And I had a pair of 
brand new sneakers that I had on the top of my car. I got into my car with sandals. I drove away all the way to the basketball court. And I got out of the car and realized that my shoes were on the top of the car. And to this day, I've always said, oh, gosh, I wish I never did that. I wish I had those shoes back. I also lost a baseball glove at one point. And these are like trivial things. I mean, people could lose things that are way more important. But if anybody is out there in the Gainesville, Florida area, and you find my sneakers with my initials on them, or better yet, my baseball glove from the mid-1990s, please return it to the FNTSY studios in New York so they can send it back to me. All right, coming up next, it's time for a little exit velocity, and then we'll get out of here on this Wednesday afternoon. Make sure that if you're listening to the show live, to download our app, the FNTSY app, where you can listen to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, including the show coming up next, which is Full-Time Fantasy. Also, don't forget, you can also hear this podcast on other applications, including Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and OldReliableAudioBoom.com. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Got some exit velo next. And then at the top of the hour, we turn it over to full-time fantasy. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. <sighs> I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Modell's. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here live from the FNTSY studios. And want to thank uh, my producer, Chris Mavona, of course, uh, Greg Sussman, Mike Cardano, David Katz, everyone, for helping me out this week, getting me set up for the last three days here in the studio. Tomorrow I will be off the air, but you can catch a live version of our show, which will include a lot of interviews that we've done already, folks. If you're missing this show every day, you're missing uh, current and former big leaguers talk fantasy, talk reality every day here on this show. You're not getting that anywhere else in the country talking fantasy. This is the only place in the country you're getting it. Fortunately for you, it's the only place that you're getting our exit velocity segment. And here we go. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, we do a little exit velocity to end the show today. There's always some super hot take that I feel is hot, and it always ends up being cold, but that's fine. What really hit home for me in the last few days here of being in New York is just how specific in South Florida I have to be when I want a good slice of pizza. It's so true. Like, I live in a very big metropolitan area in the Miami-Fort Lauderdale area, and yet I have to drive 30 minutes to get a really good slice of pizza and drive. Here, I walk anywhere, 5, 10 minutes. I don't even have to think about it. I pull up any app, and it tells me out of five stars, every place has like four and a half. It's very easy. If I see a place with two, I'm like, a two in New York is probably a five in South Florida. That's the one thing that I'll miss going back home. Several really good slices of pizza, which I have consumed this week here in New York. That will do it for our show, and that'll do it for our week-long uh, live broadcast here from the FNTSY studios in New York. Since the All-Star Game is in Los Angeles next year, my guess is we'll do this all again next year. In New York. And as a matter of fact, with uh, Tout Wars coming up next year, I'll be in that. Perhaps we'll do it again. Thanks to everybody who called in. Thanks to everybody who listened. Really appreciate it. Full-time Fantasy is next. I'm Craig Mish saying so long. I will talk to you again live on Friday at noon. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.